0: This is Talk of the Town. I'm Bob Cudmore, and my guest is Lake George Village Mayor Robert Blaze. Our programs heard on Magic 590 plus 100.5 in Albany and a relatively new development were also aired in the North Country, the Glens Falls-Lake George area, on 96.9 FM and 1410 AM. First off, Mayor Blaze congratulations on winning. Was it your 13th term in office?
1: It was my 13th, and uh, thank you very much.
0: You have said you're looking to find someone who could become a mayor, maybe even before your term ends.
1: Well, I made it known that this is going to be my last term. They're they're four-year terms, and uh, ideally, I'd like to serve probably two or three of those. And uh, Get someone else in here that's acceptable to the village board and to the people in the village, and uh, let him shadow me or or train him or whatever whatever the individual would
0: like. All right. Uh, probably you get sick of people treating you as an artifact or something, but it is kind of remarkable. You were first elected, I believe, in 1971. Is that right? That's correct. And uh, you're now 82. And you're the longest-serving mayor in the state of New York, third-longest-serving mayor in America. How do you feel about that?
1: Well, I feel very proud about that. Um, obviously, uh, it's been a long journey. Uh, there's been a lot of changes that's occurred uh, during that period of time. But uh, if I didn't enjoy coming to work here every day and I didn't enjoy the challenges and, the, and the, all the stress associated with it, I certainly would not have run each each and every time.
0: We're talking with Bob Blaze, he is uh, the mayor of uh, the village of Lake George, New York. The village, I believe, is working on a wastewater treatment plant. That's a big project, and I, I believe you've been quoted in the media saying that if possible, you'd like to hang in there until that becomes a reality or it's, or it's on its way to being built. How expensive is this going to be?
1: Well, it's the largest uh, single capital project that's ever uh, been undertaken in the uh, Lake George Basin. It's expected to cost the uh, village of Lake George in the range of 22 to $24 million, and we've been actively seeking a partnership and grant funding from the state of New York to Uh, make it affordable for our our local population.
0: In fact, I believe one of the quotes I saw from you in connection with this and your longevity is you said that you're kind of the spokesperson for the village of Lake George and have been for so many years that uh, you're you're able to best maybe be the best pitch man for your city or your village in terms of trying to get uh, other government money or other grants
1: well you you would hope that would be the case uh, I'm the mayor the The buck stops at at my desk and uh over the years of course uh I've made a lot of associations and uh friendships and relationships with people uh from the state of New York down to the uh, county and and the local government so uh, I can pick up the phone and call someone and I'm sure they can relate to. Uh, the village of lake george they can relate to our problems they can relate to the importance of uh of the lake to all of your listeners and people that come here annually and uh we'd we'd certainly like to see a partnership with uh the state of new york who owns the lake and and that we've been good stewards of for all these many years
0: What about paying for the plant, or partly paying for the plant, with sewer user fees? I believe uh, uh, someone has proposed that up in Lake George.
1: Well, a sewer user fee is is very much the same way as we do it. We just don't break it out of our budget. A sewer user fee um, sets up a district, which the village is not permitted to have a district. We do service a sewer district in the town of Lake George, that's relatively small and will be impacted even more so by the debt service uh, than the village will be. But we include all of the costs, very easy to see they're line items in our village budget, so people can determine any time what the fees are. And certainly um, no one's complaining about our tax rate, hasn't gone up in five years, so uh, if it ain't broke, you know the deal. Why fix it?
0: Okay. Hasn't gone up in five years, but will the village have to exceed the state property tax cap in in light of this big expense?
1: We are, Our preliminary budget, we were over the state tax cap by uh, approximately uh, $11,000 or $12,000. And we were able to cut out some items uh, that we had proposed in the budget, and now we're we're right at the tax cap. We're we're going to raise the taxes for the first time, as I said, uh, about 11 cents a thousand, which equates to an increase for the average homeowner in the village to around $100 a year.
0: Mm. We're talking with the mayor of the village of Lake George. And, and let me ask you, I should have cleared this before we started. I've called you both Robert and Bob. Do you prefer one or the other? Uh, People call me Bob. (laughs) Okay. I like Bob myself for my name. Uh, Lake George Village Mayor Bob Blaze is with us. I'm uh, quite interested in uh, local history. And, of course, Lake George has had a lot of history. And recently, some builders uncovered what's likely an 18th century military burial site. Uh, Can you tell us about that?
1: Yes. It's uh, uh, a contractor that was building a... um uh, two sets of condominiums in the village if people know the village at all it's uh located very close to the Sacred Heart Catholic Church uh on one of our back streets and uh they uncovered some uh remains of some revolutionary war soldiers that were uh in c- camping here uh during the war and um it as they began to dig further they discovered that it was a complete burial ground, and they've unearthed something like uh, 16 graves at this particular time. Uh, they're done with their excavating, but there still is a large pile of um, dirt that had been excavated previously that they need to sift. But uh, the remains are now at the State Museum down in uh, in Albany. We're fairly certain that there are more graves in the area of uh, where where the area that has not been excavated and the contractor has decided that he's going to just build the one building now and not do any other excavation.
0: Is it likely the remains will be uh, interred up in uh, the village of Lake George?
1: We would like to see them interred uh, at the battleground uh, over by the battleground uh, park, which is adjacent to the Million Dollar Beach, which I think most of your Uh, listeners will relate to. Uh, Father Joe's monument is there, and the state has allocated funds for an interpretive center uh, over there, and we would like to see a burial ground uh, created at that site. So these remains could be interned there, and so could any future remains that are discovered in our region.
0: And uh, I was doing a little reading on this, and I saw some opinion that these military uh, people or soldiers uh, had not probably died in combat. There apparently were a lot of deaths from smallpox, uh, and they, especially with this uh, group of them, and uh, there's speculation that that may have been the reason th- they died.
1: Well, that's correct, uh, because actually uh, I think if there was 16 uh, sets of remains found that uh, four or five of those were young children, so... It is believed that they probably died from uh, some things uh, like smallpox, yes.
0: Our guest is Lake George Village Mayor Bob Blaze. You've worked to make Lake George more friendly to family vacationers over the years. Uh, was this a conscious uh, plan on your part?
1: Well, I ran for mayor in 1971, which was shortly after the so-called riots of the Sixties that the village experienced uh, at least in the minds of the uh, media, uh, the mayor that preceded me, whose name was Caldwell, who was a very um famous family there's the town at that time was named the town of Caldwell, and there's a street, a library, a cemetery, and a historical institute named after the family uh he in his own infinite wisdom, uh, called out the fire department one night when a bunch of young folks were um, like just being boisterous on the main street. And he called out the fire department in opposition to what the village board had decided. And I happened to be a member of the village board. And he wept down the youngsters that were on the street and uh, created havoc. Uh, uh, the Associated Press carried the story across the country and the next few years we had twice as many young people here hoping to be hosed down as we did in 1965 or 66 uh when i saw all that and i saw the deterioration of the families coming here on every weekend throughout the summer to enjoy the village uh i decided that it was time for a change and that uh, we needed to get back to being america's summer playground which happened to be our slogan at that time.
0: Hmm. What are some of the Lake George events that uh, were created during your time in office?
1: Well, uh, to be honest with you, every event that's in Lake George right now, I've I've been part of. There were no events in Lake George uh, when I took over as mayor. And now with the construction of the Festival Commons, which was the former Gaslight Village site, uh, we host 17 events there. Uh, principally in May and June, and September and October to extend our shoulder seasons. But all of the other events, many which I started myself, the El- the Lake George Elvis Presley Festival, the Queen's Great Boat Race, the Save the Lake, Mu- Lake Music Festivals, all the concerts in the park every single night of the week during the summer, uh, all began uh, after I became mayor. So. We try to do as many things, the weekly fireworks shows, uh, try to put on as many free events as we possibly can so that the tourists can spend some time here without putting their hands in their pockets all the time and certainly want to come back again next year.
0: Mm. Are you a native of Lake George?
1: No, I was born in uh, Holyoke, Massachusetts, but moved to uh, Saradoga. Uh, when I was six years old, graduated from Saratoga High School and then graduated from Boston University in 1958 and basically came to Lake George full-time in
0: 1963. Now, I've been dwelling on your long tenure as mayor, but is that a full-time job or do you have another line of work?
1: I This is a full-time job. It has been for the past uh, 15 years. But uh, at one particular time in history during my tenure, I uh, owned the Lake George Bowling Center and Lookout Steakhouse, the cookies and cream ice cream store, Fun World Amusement Arcade, and I was uh, chief of police in the town of Lake George for a short time.
0: I was um, not not astounded, but I was maybe a little surprised when I, I, I looked up the population of the village of Lake George And the the figure that I saw, maybe it's not uh, accurate, is 885, which has been a slight decline in recent years. I thought it would be bigger than that, but it's really a small village.
1: It is. It's uh, it's a small village um, physically in size, but uh, obviously all of our infrastructure, the treatment plant is a perfect example why it's costing so much. Uh, Our water treatment facilities uh, all has to work on that day. In July, when our 2,900 rooms are filled, our population could swell on any given day to anywhere between 25 and 40,000 people. So uh, the greater Lake George region, which we serve, as I said before, the town of Lake George, uh, we host over 4,000 rooms. So we're actually the largest, uh, the Lake George region is the largest accommodation resort in in new york state outside of new york city we have 5600 rooms where people can stay overnight and and therein lies the reasons that our infrastructure is so large but our village is small and that's the reason why we again we need a partnership uh in the financing of our wastewater
0: plant Lake george mayor bob blaze is with us how uh, yeah, This is one of the, those big scope questions, probably hard to put your arms around it, but how has the village changed over the years?
1: Well, it, it's, it's changed enor- enormously, I like to think, uh, for the better. Uh, when I came here in the 60s, uh, all of the stores on the main street were owned by local folks, if you didn't belong to the American Legion or the Lake George Volunteer Fire Company in the winter, you really had no social life at all. Uh, the people lived in, on the back streets and homes, or they lived over their stores. Now uh, a great many of our merchants in town, including the resort owners, are absentee owners. They don't live here. Uh, many come from foreign countries. Uh, many reside in Florida in the winter, uh, probably 40% of our merchants in town uh, reside in Warren County. The rest uh, reside anywhere across the globe. So uh, the tourism has changed. The Asian population has uh, now replaced the Canadians. The Canadians represent about 10% of our uh, tourism, and the Asians represent about 25%. So uh, the people have changed, the tourists have changed, uh, the makeup of the ownership has changed. And, of course, just recently we built a six-story hotel on the main street, which was a dramatic change to the entire landscape.
0: Would it be better to have local ownership of more of these facilities?
1: It's a it's a challenge uh, for us in government to deal with absentee owners, both uh, second homeowners that aren't here and choose to rent out their houses, You've probably read Lake Plast is going through the same problem we are with uh, home rentals and residential districts by absentee owners. And it's difficult to deal with folks sometimes that uh, uh, don't live here and don't attend our meetings and aren't aren't available every day. Yes.
0: And uh, we've been talking about Lake George's history as a as a resort, and that's I guess one constant one way or another. It's been been a re, a resort spot, vacation spot for many, many years. i I'm curious I don't know how you even would figure this, but obviously some events you know draw a huge crowd like that big motorcycle gathering in in Lake George. But on an average, how much does the population of the village bump up during during the summer?
1: Well, and, and like I say, on any given day, uh, for instance, uh, people have asked us to estimate the crowds that are here on Thursday evenings when we do the fireworks. And we would estimate that crowd at somewhere around 25,000 uh, that can view the fireworks from any given point. But then you'd talk about the people that pass through the community during the day that visit our visitor center and use our restroom facilities and, and, and go to the beach and you're talking 30,000 30, people a day, I, I would guess.
0: This would be a hard one for you to pick, probably, because it could have been others who you didn't pick. What's your favorite Lake George event?
1: Well, they're all they're all good. If they weren't good, of course, we wouldn't have them, or, or they'd they'd last a couple of years and go down. Um, the Adirondack National Car Show and the um, AmeriCade Motorcycle Rally are the largest and they draw anywhere between 50 and 70 thousand people in the course of their uh, week. Uh, but the uh, the Adirondack Wine Festival we have in June last year we had 7,000 people, and and the Chris Kingle Mart, which we had in December outdoors under tents, uh, drew almost 5,000 people. So I think it's a question of um, putting on an event that interests people. Uh, I think that most of your listeners will agree uh, they'd love to come to Lake George. Uh, some just need a good reason. And if we do something special that interests them and whets their appetite, uh, they're going to come to Lake George, hopefully with their families, and they're going to be entertained, and they're going to want to come back again.
0: Also, here's a proposal that might get some more to come, or uh, I wonder how it it stands. There's a proposal to have village-wide Wi-Fi in Lake George. Is that going to come to be?
1: Well, we're going to take, uh, take it little steps at a time. We're looking to um, put Wi-Fi availability in our parks to begin with, where people congregate during the day and, and relax. And, of course, we have uh, over 1,500 international students that come here, as well, and we see them sitting all over the village in front of stores uh, on their iPads, communicating with home or whatever. So, yes, uh, our plan would be eventually to ha- have Wi-Fi available at least during the entire uh, commercial district.
0: And quickly, uh, the Ronald McDonald House plans to convert a residence there for a vacation resort for families, I presume, who have ch- uh, children who were ill
1: that's, uh, underway right now. Uh, it, the response has, from our community has been enormous. Uh, we're so honored, uh, that the, uh, Ronald McDonald folks have chosen, uh, Lake George to locate the house is very convenient right in the middle of our village. And, uh, was the former office of our longtime village attorney who, whose, uh, estate made a, a very generous offer to the, uh, Ronald McDonald Charities.
0: You've been listening to Talk of the Town with our guest, Lake George Village Mayor Bob Blaze. Our program's heard on Magic 590 plus 100.5 in Albany and on 96.9 FM and 1410 AM in the Glens Falls, Lake George area. This interview will also be online at albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. Next week's guest will be Carm Basile of Capital District Transportation Authority. I'm Bob Cudmore.